Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of the California Angels and the city of Los Angeles, on the occasion of Her Majesty's royal visit, please welcome internationally renowned opera star Enrico Palazzo. Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo! Utah, give me two. What up? This is the Palazzo Podcast. Mikey V, Britton Allen, and myself, Michael Govier, are live here on YouTube. And of course, if you're listening to this after the fact, thanks for listening. Have you rated us five stars yet? Have you given us a review? If you haven't, you've never done it, review us on your phone. Then go to everybody else's phone that you know and just take their phone and review our show. Five stars, Apple Podcasts. Also, Spotify, you can do five stars there. Uh, Mike, have you reviewed the show yet? Because if you haven't, you're failing the show. Oh yeah, uh, I'm uh, I'm on that. I got a draft. I just want to make sure it's perfect before I click before I click submit. So. <laughs> Britt Allen, we're just talking about Tennessee. A tough break this week. A lot of violations coming down for Tennessee football, but I don't really think it matters. I, I have no idea what you're talking about, and even if I did. I'm not emotionally or mentally ready to discuss it at this particular time. <laughs> Going to let that one kind of simmer for a little while. Yeah. Well, yeah. let that one marinate a little bit. Oh, what a disaster. Well, I mean, they're, it happens everywhere. It's the same old shit. We live the lie. Everybody lives the lie when it comes to college sports. It's a professional entity. And to say anything otherwise is total baloney, in my opinion. But Hey, Michael, real, real quick, since we're on the subject. What was more rigged, Tennessee's football season last year under Pruitt or whenever Pruitt was, or the Heisman 1997? Yep, there it is. Uh, there it is. <laughs> I knew it was coming. Uh, Pey- Peyton Manning. What, what's more rigged, do you think? Uh, my vote goes Charles Woodson and the Heisman. Oh. Lock it in. Oh, we're getting back on this again? Yeah, this is. I saw where he's going the whole way. He's just trying to... <laughs> Trying to fuck with me, and that's good. You know, it's important that we have. Dick. What? We have a good Dick. time. Yeah, that's you. Dick. What? Dick. All right. Sorry. Today's show is going to be about. We're going to do some professional development. That's right. We're going to talk Palazzo professional development. I'm really excited about this because it's important to learn about the game and kind of understand where we're coming from from our point of view. Because not everybody's a master of every, um, you know, every format. You know, points leagues, head to head. Roto, whatever you prefer. We're going to talk about that today. Of course, we're going to play Name That Runner Up Fab Bit. We're going to do all kinds of fun stuff here on the Palazzo Podcast. Uh, Mike, I got to tell you, I'm excited about where we're going next because the future is bright here. And, you know, Mike and Britton are full-time members here. Now they're part of the Palazzo Nation. <laughs> That's so stupid. I hate how every community puts nation on it. Red Sox Nation. Raider Nation. I actually think Raider Nation was the original nation of all nations. Yeah. I really do. But I don't have any proof to support that. Uh, either way, it's going to be a fun show today. 
And let's get right into it, right off the bat. Do a little business here. Get your groove on. Uh, Tout Wars. You know, I don't talk about Tout Wars enough on this show. I need to always remind myself that I'm playing Tout Wars, and I'm being given the privilege to be participating in Tout Wars. If you don't know what it is, it's a yearly competition with many different types of leagues, and they draft live. I went to New York City back in March, and I drafted live in the, um, I think it was the Edison Hotel. You guys ever been to the Edison Hotel in New York City? Anybody? I have a long time ago. This is such a crock of shit. Well, I actually thought it was a really nice place. I wasn't staying there. We were staying over at the uh, the Hilton, I think it was. It was a lovely weekend. I don't like New York City, but Leanne, my wife, loves it. And uh, I remember drafting very well. And right now, I'm hanging in there. I'm 9-6. and six. It's a head-to-head 12-team points league. Two-time defending champ, Frank Stample from the CBS Fantasy Baseball Today podcast. Shout out to Frank. But he's going down this year. Greg Jewett's leading the way. I think he's 11 and. Th- Three or 12 and three. He's at first, and I'm trying to come for Greg. And we're all trying to beat Frank this year. So check out Tout Wars. We do a tout table every week. It's published by Todd Zola and Tout Wars, and it just asks a random question. This week's question was about how do you maintain a lead? So, Britton, how do you maintain a lead in fantasy baseball? Well, you go by a rabbit's foot, mm. and then you go out to your garden and you pick a four leaf clover. And then you put them together and then rub it all over your face and just hope for the best. <laughs> okay, don't don't actually do that. Wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. Wait, I watched something last night where somebody was talking about that. Oh, I was watching the ESPN 30 for 30, this magic moment about, you know, Shaq and Penny and how they almost could have been something amazing, but it all fell apart. And the guy who ran the magic at that time, Pat Williams, because they got back-to-back first overall picks. Back-to-back years, that's impossible with the lottery. They had one lottery ball the year after they got Shaq, and they got it again to get Penny, who they traded Chris Webber for to get. But that's what he was talking about. He had the rabbit's foot. He had the uh, four-leaf clover. And then there's something else. And he pressed his luck, and it worked out. So I think he probably think did something whole- like you you mentioned there, Britton. It I works. think the last one was the horseshoe up his ass. I think that was Yes, also- that's right. That is what it was. Two weeks. Yeah, well... That's how long it takes to shit out a horseshoe when it goes up your ass. It takes a long time. Uh, well, I know for a fact it doesn't work because this uh, the other day I bought 10 Powerball tickets and I rubbed uh, the horse. Uh, I, I did the shamrock and I got not a single <laughs> number right. Like the Powerball, none of it. But see, you know, I was, I was, I was sure I was going to win because it was a billion dollars. But uh, <laughs> unfortunately, my rabbit's foot failed me. So, so it, the rabbit's foot thing doesn't work. I think you just keep doing what you're doing, and you know, don't stress about it. Just keep trugging along. You know, like that cat in the poster, and he, he's, he, you know, he's on the wire. Just hang on. Just keep going. Keep hanging on. That's all you can do. And. And we'll really hope for the best because injuries, you can't control it. And there are, you know, and there's a lot of things that have to go right to win a league. And it's true, you know, but so just keep doing what you're doing. Keep paying attention and then, you know, try to have fun and not get stressed out about it. How about you, Mike? How do you maintain a lead? What's your advice? 
yeah, same thing. Um, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So obviously you're there for a reason. Um, obviously, you know, health for your team is obviously a big thing, making sure that guys stay healthy, but also staying on top of, you know, the waiver wire, improving your team. Guys go down, being on the working on the fly and trying to uh, maintain that chemistry, right? So that's right. Um, that's great. I'm point. big on doing your homework too, and obviously playing matchups, all that good stuff. So that's it's, uh, whatever you're doing is working. But I always like taking it to the next level to make sure that I got a stranglehold on that lead and keeping it. So that's great. If you're winning, if you're winning your league, you probably have Spencer Strider in some combination with Ronald Acuna and Corbin Carroll. So those, if you're winning, those players stay healthy. You know, God bless. <laughs> Sometimes you do everything right, and still it just doesn't work out, and you lose it. Don't worry. We can it just does. transfer money from your account into a portfolio with your son, and it's gone. Gone. It's gone. That's right. <laughs> it's gone. And you oh. did everything you could, but it didn't work out. It's okay. Uh, for me, Love that soundboard. I, hey, it makes the show much better, because we're not very good without a soundboard. We need it. That says everything about this show, the Plotsville Podcast. On my top table opinion, you can check it out. I actually dropped it here in the live chat. And you can also go to Tout Wars on Twitter and check them out. I talked about how I like to give players who I know have a track record of producing and that they will play better eventually. Now, it's not universal. Sometimes it doesn't work out. But there's certain guys that I know if they're struggling so far at this point in the season, they're going to turn it around. Their final stat line is going to look better than it does now. And particularly when you look at rookies, that's where there's more risk. I'm talking more about veteran players, or at least the guys who have a few years in the league that you've seen a track record with. Rookies, with the exception last year of Julio Rodriguez, is incredible 2022 season. Which Wow, dude. Yeah, it was a wow dude moment, but that's the exception. Otherwise, rookies tend to fade, and it's a good time to move rookies, get some guys who you know are going to play better. And that's not... It's not concrete advice, but it's worked for me in head-to-head and trading leagues in particular. Obviously, when you can't trade in NFBC leagues where you just have to pick up guys, you're going to have to grind harder on the Roto-Wire and hope for some luck. Uh, okay, uh, you guys are rocking it in the chat already. Uh, ben says, uh, I'm winning because of Jake Berger. Congratulations. That's wonderful. Good for you, Ben. Ben, uh, what else here? Uh, business time. Uh, oh, yeah, Patreon. Check out our Patreon. Yo, Mike's going to start contributing to the Patreon here, too. So we're going to have more than just me in there. Me and Mike will be bringing you some new stuff here. And with football kicking off, that's coming next. <laughs> I swear it's going to come here any moment. I just got to get my shit together. But it will happen. Uh, Discord's free. As always, the Patreon starts at $3. Groove with Govier every Tuesday, ftnfantasy.com. Make sure you read that. You know, Mike uh, said goodbye to We Know Fantasy this week. And now he's, like I said, full-time member here at Flotso Podcast. Mike is fully committed here. 100%, and I couldn't be happier that he's doing it. Good job, Mike. Thank you. Good boy. And... Thank you for having me. <laughs> well, you're part of the team now, and of course the Palazzo Podcast Invitational. Haven't talked about that much lately. Do you guys have any idea? Have you heard the story about the Palazzo Podcast Invitational and who's winning? Because I've heard some stories, man. I haven't I heard about update. it. Yeah, tell me. <laughs> no one knows shit. Yeah. That's shocking. I will tell you this. The overall is, it's not easy. You know, you got to be patient. You got to take your time. But eventually, you know, especially because it's a DC draft champions draft and hold, it makes it a little bit tougher to really make a lot of headway because certain teams get so far ahead. At least because you can't add new guys. You're stuck with the guys you have. You know what I mean? That's the tough part. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah, it is tough. So right now, overall league and in my league, I'm in uh, eighth place. There's Six leagues, remember that. 
and overall first place, ladies and gentlemen, it is John Wilder. Congratulations. John Wilder is in first place right now. He is just ahead of the legend himself, Yancey Eaton. Yancey, I miss you. Where you been, Yancey? Do you still listen to the show, Yancey? Because I haven't heard from you in so long. We used to be so close. Where did it all go wrong, Yancey? <laughs> I miss you. I miss you. I really miss Yancey. He's a great guy. So I hope you're out there doing your thing. Whatever, motherfucker. All right. And <laughs> when, you, when you said John Wilder, it, it reminded me of Romancing the Stone. Oh. When they're, in, they're in that town. And he goes, Joan Wilder? You're Joan Wilder? <laughs> and then they take uh, the, the, the mule, you know, on the chase. God, that's a great movie. Does anyone know what we're talking? I wonder if anyone knows what Romancing the Stone is in the live chat. Let us know. Have you ever heard of or seen Romancing the Stone? I want to know right now in the live chat. Uh, and of course, you can email the show, palazzopodcast at gmail.com, two L's, two Z's. No, you can trust it. It's a real email. We never get an email, but it does exist. Give me two, two L's, two Z's, palazzopodcast at gmail.com. And we're trying to get to a thousand subs on YouTube, so please subscribe to YouTube if you never have. Take everybody's phone that's in your house and just subscribe to our YouTube. It's really easy, especially if you're a parent. You can dominate your kids' phones because you're in control. You're a parent, or at least you're supposed to be. I've heard stories these days that parents are not in control of their kids anymore. It's getting out of control. That's the rumor. So, Anyways, I'm not a parent, though, so why would I even know anything about that? Okay, there we go. That's the business of the day. Why don't we get into gentlemen? What we like to call leading off. You have failed. Yeah, I did fail. I pressed the wrong button. Let's try leading off. Good. Our first catch of the day. All right, it's time for the catch of the day. Uh, Mike, where are we at with the catch of the day today? What's going on in Major League Baseball, particularly fantasy baseball? Because we want to give our people... The edge they need. Yeah. Uh, first one, the first guy I want to talk about is Edward Julian. Uh, He's I don't know good. if you guys uh, have seen his recent production. Are you recent, kidding me? Uh, over the past couple of games. Uh, before knowing that when we did, when I, when we did the show sheet, this was not counting yesterday's game, but going into yesterday's game, he had six multi-hit games in the last seven. And he's hitting a robust 531 in July. Holy shit. Yes. Uh, with five home runs, seven RBIs, and 10 oh. runs. So um, I know there's been like some circulation with like playing time concerns with him playing once Polanco uh, comes back. And I don't, I personally don't think that. I don't know where that's coming from. But I mean, the guy's been that good. They have to leave his bat in the lineup somehow, some way. So, so you, you do think you guys he have any shares? Of oh, course. 100%. He's got to. Yeah, he has to. I have shares. Do you guys have any shares? Yeah. And if you don't, I mean, I don't know the roster percentage off the top of my head, but if he, if he, if he's available in your league, are you quickly rushing to the waiver wire to add him? Let's see what Britton says. Britton, I want to get your take on Edouard Julien, the French-Canadian. You know, the French in Quebec in Montreal, there's a lot of strife between Quebec and the rest of Canada. As somebody who's married to a Canadian, I've learned a lot about this, but I believe that Julien is an incredible human being, and I'm glad... That he's kicking ass. But the question is, Britain, do you have any shares? 
I picked him up everywhere I could. Edward Julian is a great player, a patient hitter. He's from Canada, so he's nice to everybody. True. And but and he's very talented. He played for Team Canada uh, at the uh, the WBC, and is a just a great solid player. And Michael, wasn't he at the uh, the Fall All Stars League too? I, I want to say he was, and I think he actually played in the home run derby and didn't actually hit any home runs or something crazy like that, but. Yeah. So the whole the whole problem, though, is what are they going to do with them when Jorge Polanco gets back? Is that going to move him off an everyday role? I don't know. But Jorge Polanco is definitely going to play. So what are they going to do? But it's it, so he. it's not like they're going to send him down, but it is definitely going to reduce playing time. Do you agree? I don't. He's got to cool down, too. So this is a very difficult spot because we're looking to the future and trying to decide what happens for a team that is desperately trying to make the playoffs, too. I mean, the really only way into the playoffs for them is to win the Central because it's so bad, and they've been so disappointing, the Twins have been. But Julian is such a professional hitter. It's kind of like Spencer Steer to me. They're both excellent at getting walks. So when times get difficult, Julian and Steer are guys that can kind of get you through their slumps but the question is, what will Rocco Baldelli and company do? And, you know, a lot of their moves have been confusing to me this year. I think what will really clear this up is if they believe in Julian. We'll know for sure how much they believe in Julian when the trade deadline comes around. And, you know, they go after some people that they want to either bring in as role players and allow Julian to thrive, or they set it up and they go after people, which makes Julian more of a uh, bonus asset, if you will. Come after me! Yeah, you know, come yeah. after me. I I agree with you on that take too, Michael. Too, he's got cool. He's got to cool down. But for right now, I don't see how you can take his bat out of the lineup. He's done nothing to lose playing time. So, um, I think they're going to be try to be creative with getting him at bats, him and Polanco. I mean, we'll see. But uh, he, I think he's definitely worth an add if he's available in your league, especially um, if you need help at the second base position. So, yeah, sque- squeeze that orange, as they used to say. Squeeze that. Um, ride the wave. Squeeze ride the-, the wave. That's like. <laughs> We used to say that there's this guy in softball. He always did it every time, every damn time. He would always say, scream it out loud. Squeeze that, squeeze that, you know, because <laughs> squeeze that ball with his glove. And he was so loud across the whole ball field every time. I don't know who that guy is or where he is now, but squeeze that. So, quick, That's what he quick, quick story. Oh I used God. to work at a, uh, I used to work at a hitting facility. So I used to be a hitting instructor, actually. What? Um, for, yeah, for a place called Frozen Rope. Shout, shout out. Oh, shit. Uh, That's in, awesome, man. Cool. I didn't yeah. know that about you. That just uh, up yeah. your credibility so, around here. Thank you. Uh, so we had uh, an opening for a hitting instructor, and this guy came in and was like, we gave him a, a demo lesson with a kid. I said, you know, I'll watch you. Show, show me what you got. Let's see what, how, how it goes, and, you know, we'll see if we like you or not. He was telling this kid, he's like, when, you, when you're when you turning your back hip and you got to twist that back foot like you're putting out a cigarette, right? Like, you ever put out a cigarette before? You got to twist your foot like, a, like you're putting out a cigarette. I've never heard that. That's like, awesome. Time out. You're out. <laughs> We're good. Always like know if the kid juice too. is worth the squeeze. That's awesome. I love that. I don't like care bad, how old they are. Like bad news bears. Yeah. yeah, yeah right. Get a Walter Matthau was... vibe here. <laughs> uh, what's, you... what's his name? Uh, what's uh, Brubaker? What's his name? Uh, in the movie. Oh, I don't remember. I, I can't remember that movie. It's so old. Oh, it's been so uh, long. I remember Walter Matthau, the coach, I think, and that's all I got. And that yeah. Tatum O'Neill was the girl on the T- team, and she became... 
She, uh, you know, she had some and, challenges. And everybody, life. and everybody smoked in that movie, including the children. Well, it was the seventies. Yeah. Know, yeah. Yep. Are you kidding me? When I was okay, the first time I smoked cigarettes, I was twelve years old. Fact. And we went over to the cornfield in our subdivision, just outside the neighborhood, and we hotboxed a bunch of Winstons that we stole from my stepdad, and it was disgusting. It was so stupid, but we just kept, oh, this is cool. We're cool. God damn it. Advertising just fucks with your head, man. I can't stand it. That's putting it mildly. Morris Buttermaker was the head coach. Oh, Oh, Morris Buttermaker. Buttermaker. Nice poll there, man. Uh, You guys are crushing the live chat, by the way. Look at these people are in the zone right now. Uh, Jamie says, we need a football invitational. Well, I think Mike's got some ideas in the works on that, so stay tuned. That's a teaser, folks. Chad says, is that a new Harry Potter film? Uh, I don't know what that reference is now. Cause Oh, you're talking about Romancing the Stone? Because I haven't seen, <laughs> back to Britton's point about Romancing the Stone, which he brought up. I think someone did say Kathleen Turner, so they did mm-hmm. at least have a clue about what that movie was. Which Does that make you feel better? Does that make you feel more connected to our audience, Britton? Oh, Kathleen Turner killed it in that movie. She, like w- when they uh, are just about to go get the stone, <laughs> when they're just about to go get the heart of Corazon or whatever it's called, and they do their little dance with Michael Douglas and Kathleen Turner. Oh, love you, Kathleen. Uh, Kathleen Turner, she had a moment. Um, you know, she fell in some hard times, I'll say. V.I. Warshawski, things went south and things got tougher. War of the Roses. Oh, War of Roses is a good War movie. That's a. That movie holds up, in my opinion. I actually watched that like a month ago. It's uh, very intense. It's kind of like the ultimate nightmare divorce fantasy where things go way too far. Uh, it puts the dark. It puts the dark in dark comedy. Yes, no doubt. that's right. It does. Good point. Uncle Ted talks is here. He says, "Welcome to the Abner Uribe and Prelander show." I don't. Who's Prelander? I know Abner Uribe is the reliever who got called up recently by the Brewers. He's been pitching well, but I don't know who Prelander is. So you stumped me. Does anyone know Prelander? Lost me too. Never heard of Don't know Prelander. Oh, congratulations. You stumped us. It's not easy. It's not easy to stump this show. Uh, what else, Mike? What else is going on here? So Julian's a guy. I don't know if we finalized it here by what we said, but his talent is absolutely legitimate. I watched him in the Arizona Fall League in person last year. This guy is the master at drawing walks. In OVP leagues, Julian is an absolute must roster rest of season regardless, because I still think he's going to be useful in that respect. But an uncertainty with the roster does make me a little bit paranoid in other leagues. Yeah, because, I mean, when Polanco – I'm sorry, I keep it – but when Polanco comes back, he's going to play second base. Uh, they're, they're not, not necessarily. Better, okay, yes, he is. I, okay, he is going to play Cor- second Cor- base. You're right. Correa is short. Julian right, can play first, though. I guess that's true. Yeah. That's okay. what actually that's what Ben our not Ben shot in the chat, but Ben Chase, our resident prospects guru. Shout out Ben. Always available every Thursday at five PM Eastern Standard Time on the Prospects Power Half Hour. Ben said first base is a, a legitimate spot for Julian to play. And I also think Julian could play left field. He's not he doesn't have a great arm, but he could play left. That's where you put the shit arms, right? Kirilov's playing first, and he's doing well, too. And I'm is happy he? to see that. I, I don't know if y'all are good or fans of Alex Kirilov. Is Kirilov playing well? Yeah, he's been hitting, he's been hitting some dingers recently. He's oh, back. Shit. Wow, I thought he was trash. Okay, well. I'm not a fan. I, it's it's a good problem to have for the Twins, but yeah, uh, go pick up Edward Julian because Correa's may, may get hurt, you, do you know. So, yeah. 
Edouard. Edouard. Edouard with the little Asante Gu. Ooh. Yeah, that's right. Wow, that's you. right. I I took French in high school. Damn, I took French in, son. I took French you. in college. Je m'appelle Britain. <laughs> you know. <laughs> come see, come saw. That's French. Wow. You know, I, I don't that, know any that's French. That's all I can that's all I can remember. That's amazing. Actually. I don't know any yeah. French. I took Spanish in high school, and it's long gone, as Ernie Harwell would say. All right, uh, who else we got here? What's going on, Mike? Give me more. Jazz McCormick, you guys have any interest? 10 for 18 going into last night. That's a 556 in July. With what happened to your uh, microphone? You sound like you're uh, on in space. Oh, that's weird. Let me let me adjust real quick. But Chaz McCormick, that's, that's the next Chaz guy. McCormick. Uh, Britain, Chaz McCormick is a guy who last year really gave a lot of fantasy value in spurts in certain points of the year. He could steal bags, and he could show more power than you realize. Uh, Chaz McCormick, yeah. isn't that guy that you talked about last year? I think you had a brief infatuation, didn't you? Very much so, and it was because of his picture when you hit his, his page, and it was him dressed up like an accountant. Uh, he had, like, glasses, and he, it was like his... Yes. A LinkedIn yeah. page, uh, you know, at, at the accountants firm of Barry and Wise or whatever. Then Chase, McCor- Chase McCormick's your guy. He does really good tax returns. But um, yeah, he's a great pl- I would trust his accounting, <laughs> he, but I, I trust his hitting. I, I trust his hitting and his defense. That's why he's, he's going to play every day is because he's a great defender. And as we always say, managers love that S. So. Uh, Chase McCormick is a good player. He's on the Astros. We love that. He's kind of like, does, doesn't he have kind of a Matt Veerling, except he plays in a better ballpark on a better team? No offense, Michael. Kind of kind of vibe to him. Oh, wow. That's, oh, my God. How could you do such a thing? No, I mean, Matt Veerling, he can draw walks and get on base a little bit more, I think, than McCormick. But, yeah, that's a decent comp. I'm, I'm not opposed to that at all. I wonder what the live chat's saying. Uh, oh, we got an update on who Prelander is. Chad says, Prelander is Mariners starting pitcher converted to a reliever. Oh, okay. That's a that's a deep cut right there. Good job. That is a deep cut. Uncle Ted says, Prelander is the filthiest pitcher on the planet for the Mariners. Go Tigers. All right. Well, I'm locking that in for you, Uncle Ted. There you go. You're locked in on the show. That's right. You guys get locked Love in it. on live chat if you want to make your proclamations. Chad says that Prelander was super hot in spring training. Uh, someone, uh, what, Travis Jankowski is a stud. That's ridiculous. Travis Jankowski is not a stud. He is a part-time fill-in player who will have like a week that could really help you as a streamer. But that's it, Ted. I, Ted, I think you know you're taking this too far when you say something like that. Am I wrong? I don't think so. Also, Ben says, I use Britain's voice for my sleep app at night. It's very soothing. Ooh. Oh, thank you. It's, it's many years of uh, alcohol and nicotine that helps kind of iron out, you know, the, the vocal cords. So... Ooh. I'm glad it's nice and smooth. Chad is saying some major news in the Discord just broke. So join the Discord so you can see the news before anyone else. Ooh, that's a great teaser. Nice job, that's a great Chad. Te- is, is, that a, is that a trade, Chad? Can you uh, just tease it if it's a trade? <laughs> uh, ben says, you hotbox Sigs? Of course we did. I was a 12-year-old oh, idiot. Heck, yeah. I didn't know what I was doing. We, used, we also used to do this, Britain. I don't know if you ever did this, but... You're a couple years older than me, so it's very possible you may have done this, Britain. Did you ever pass each other out by pressing on each other's chest after you like tried to make yourself hyperventilate? I mean, it was so stupid, but we totally did that in high school. It was dumb, real dumb. That's pretty I don't, I, don't, I don't remember that, but when I went to the University of Tennessee in 1995, there was a bar there called the Tap Room, and it was a building that had no windows 
two doors, one entrance, one exit, and everybody smoked. No windows, no ventilation system. Ooh. That's just how it was, you know. Nightmare. Uh, Charles here says Matt McLean is a great ad as well. But where can you love get- me some Matt McLean? Yeah, you sound normal again. You're back, Mike. Good job. Thank you. Uh, where would Matt McLean be available though? Would he be available? Maybe a ten-team league. Maybe. I think he's referring to like over the course of the season, he's been a great ad. Oh hell yeah, absolutely. No, I love yeah. Matt McLean. Mike loves Matt McLean. He's so lovable. Ellie De, Cru- Ellie De La Cruz gets all the love, but Matt McLean, he's the guy that will get you where you want to go this season because he just continues to give you output, and he hits in a great ballpark, and he's in the upper half of the lineup. So those are all good things. All right, now that uh, – oh, here we go. Uh, Julian is pretty, pretty good. He damn right he is. Daniel here. Daniel's new to the Discord. I love Daniel. I've really gotten to know him recently. Daniel, I'm so glad you're here. However, I have – him because Altuve is on the IL. So yeah, if you, Julian would have been a great replacement for Altuve, who we might be talking about in a moment, right, Mike? Yes, we will be. All right, who's next? Um, I would real quick, and then we'll. I'm going to get into the meat of the show here uh, soon. Spencer Torkelson, Britain, our boy, has been tearing it up recently. Another I, week of data here is Gove coming around on Torque. <laughs> Hey, hey, Mike, has, has Spencer Torkelson been pretty good recently? I haven't been paying any attention. I don't think he has. He has, has been. Yeah, he's hitting 281 in July with uh, three home runs and 11 RBIs. Hey, I mean, good for him. I, I, you know, I don't begrudge him. I want him to be happy. I want his life to be wonderful. I don't want to ruin anything. I, You know, I, I just don't have him anywhere, and I don't think I'm going to add him anywhere. So maybe that'll be my do mistake. That he's, do you think that he's finally figuring it out? Uh, I think so. Uh, uh, he, if you look at all the, the all the Statcast stuff, it's looking good. But you know, he's a first baseman; he doesn't steal. So, are, are you hoping for like a CJ Crone, you know, thirty-five home run situation in Detroit? I don't know, but so you know, he's, a good, he's a good player. He's a young player. He's going to hit second or third every day for the Tigers, and I think the Tigers are kind of on and up. And an uptick. They've, they're kind of on a little winning streak, aren't they? Aren't they, Mike? This is the guy right here. See, not Spencer Torkelson. It's Kerry Effin Carpenter, baby. Great call, Uncle Ted. Kerry Carpenter may be the best pure hitter on the Tigers roster. I am not kidding. I'll lock that in right now, and I'll stand by it. In fact, I was on Justin Mason's Friends with Fantasy Benefits team previews back in January. I, he brought me on the, for the Tigers team preview. And I talked about Carpenter is a legit hitter who could actually help you in batting average for a guy that you could have gotten ADP 500 coming into the preseason. And he's showing his chops. I like Carpenter a lot. Torque, Torque is going to be better. He is better. I give him his due, right, guys? But I think Kerry Carpenter is a guy I'd rather have between the two. If it was Torkelson versus Carpenter, even in Dynasty, I might go Carpenter. I'm not kidding. I am not kidding. Yeah. That's where I'm putting it. Oh, look at this. I knew it. You guys were out there. Helmut. Helmut, I haven't seen you in forever, Helmut. So glad you're here. Round of applause for Helmut. He's been at the show for years now. Thank you, Helmut, for your support. Chest press pass out. Did it. Today, they put it on TikTok and call it the Blackout Challenge. You damn right they would, Helmut. I'll lock that in for sure. <laughs> I knew you guys Shout were out, out there. Helmut. Oh, Carrie Bonds. See, Carrie <laughs> Carpenter Bonds, of course. Yeah. Uncle Ted wants to know, guys, Torkelson or Casas? Pick one. Ooh. Ooh. That's a great that's a great question. I'm going Torkelson. 
but I can see the 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 Tristan Casa side because he's been so good lately. But uh, my pick's Torque. I'm going to give the slightest edge to Tristan Casas, even though I love Torque. I just think his, I just think the the power production is probably a little bit more sustainable in Boston. Detroit's not the best uh, uh, ballpark to hit dingers in, but um, and I think Casas has been pretty good over the past. I know he had a rough, strong or a rough start to the season, but uh, wow, he's been turning dude. it on in July. So okay, slight edge there. Yeah. What That's about you, Gove? Break the tie. Casas versus Torkelson. Well, I got to think about this. Let me uh, ponder this first. Can you blow me where the Pampers is? Okay, now that I've considered that, I'm, I'm going to pass on blowing you where the Pampers is. But I will say this. Rest of season redraft. I'm going to go Casas by a hair here because of the power. But I do admit that Torkelson could give you more batting average, but ever slightly. I don't think Torkelson is going to hit 300 rest of season. And Casas is not a batting average guy. He's a power slugger, classic three true outcomes. So I'm going to take Casas by a hair, and I'll have to live with that. And I'll lock it in. But I'm not proud of it. I'm not. All right. You guys are crushing the live chat here. We're live with the Plotso Podcast. Two L's, two Z's. Thank you Utah. so much for being here. The live chat two. is full of people today in action, and that's what makes this great. Mason says, don't forget Colt Keith, of course. Colt Keith. But don't forget Justin Henry Malloy first, Mason. Let me remind you, all you Colt Keith lovers, Justin Henry Malloy. I think has the edge to get up there soon. And he was in the Futures game, and he's crushing it lately too. Justin Henry Malloy is a guy who could really be on this Tigers team in the next month. I think it could happen. Daniel also says Red Sox have a favorable schedule rest of the season. Yeah, schedule matters. That's a good call. And Chad says Matt Veerling over both Carpenter and Torque. Mm, oh, no. spicy. Uh, come on, Chad. This is classic Chad. Chad, you love doing this shit. All right, uh, who else? Mike, who else here is on our, uh, what do we call it? Well, What's the show called? Where are we? <laughs> leading off oh, man, uh, thanks. Yeah. Christian Encarnacion Strand and Grayson oh. Rodriguez we'd have to talk I have I want to talk about those guys real quick uh, I know I'm that they were the talk the of the town coming into the week mm. so Christian Encarnacion Strand officially gets and finally gets the call Grayson called back up um, th- well two-part question here for both these guys thoughts on the Reds lineup moving forward and how they work all these guys in but also are you starting Grayson Rodriguez this weekend versus the Tampa Bay Rays Ooh. Hey, Marty. Marty's here. I haven't seen Marty forever. I just want to say hi to Marty Tallman. Make hey. sure you check out Marty's work. Marty's the best. He's a local Detroiter as well. He knows everything about everything. All right, go ahead, Britton. That is Marty Party. Shout out, Marty. <laughs> he loves it. He loves the Tigers. He only dates supermodels. <laughs> and he's with he's with the triple play uh guys who I very near and dear to my heart. Shout out Marty. But yeah, I wonder um, if we'll be seeing them at First Pitch Arizona. First Pitch Arizona is coming up. All three of the faces you see on this screen or you hear right now, we're gonna be there. Me, Mike Britton, and Sam Worshing are all guaranteed. So that's four Palazzo members at least gonna be in First Pitch Arizona, November 2nd through 5th. If you buy your registration right now before July 31st, you actually save money. It's cheaper. So you want to come hang out with us all weekend? You want to get shit-faced with Britain and close down the bar at the Sheraton Mesa right across from Sloan yes. Park? Get your that ass to happens. Mars. Lock it in. Yep. Oh, hell yeah. We're going to lock that in for show. All right, uh, Britain. back to your point about the question. What was the question, Mike? I totally derailed this. Sorry. Sorry. Thoughts on the Reds lineup moving forward with Christian Encarnacion strain and how they fit these guys in, and are you starting Grayson Rodriguez this weekend against Tampa Bay after his doo-doo start um, earlier in the week? 
All right, so let's start with Grayson Rodriguez first. He Before the season, he's the number one pitching prospect in the entire minor leagues of base. Number one, he is a five-pitch mix specialist, but he's having not a great start to his major league career. That doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He's going to be good, but maybe just not this year. So I don't think he's like, you know, rookie pitchers. You, it, it just doesn't happen very often, even as talented as, as Grayson Rodriguez is. So if you're like in an auto new league or a keeper league or a dynasty league, and if somehow you can get Grayson Rodriguez when he's on this downturn, 100% push your chips in and go get him. He's going to be good. Maybe not this year, but he's going to be good. Encarnacion Strand, he's going to be good right now because he's – He's that type of hitter. He's probably going to DH. And as we all know, the Cincinnati Reds are the hottest team in baseball. Ellie De La Cruz has cooled down. We all knew it was going to happen. Everybody <laughs> knew that Ellie De La Cruz was not going to Ronald Acuna this entire season. That's not how life in baseball works. Oh. But, but. Disappointed! Yes, if you were thinking that that happens, unfortunately, it doesn't. But there's so much talent on this team. Uh, obviously, in Canarsian Strand, if you can go pick him up, pick him up 100%. If there's room, and same thing with uh, Grayson Rodriguez, they're so talented. They, they are the most talented, probably, free agents on your waiver wire. So go pick them up if, if you can. But... Also, who do you drop though in your league? That's another topic for another day. But sure is. What um, about this one here? Yeah. Gavin Williams or Grayson Britton? Rest of season. Oh man, that's a great question. Uh, I'm going to stick with Gavin Williams uh, because he's had successful starts. Uh, Grayson is still working it out, but I do love the energy of Baltimore. You know that they uh, surpassed the Tampa Bay Rays. In the standings, that's a fact. That's amazing. A big moment. Mike's wearing his Baltimore shirt. He's got that pride. Man, you know. Now I'm thinking about it. Yeah, go pick up Grayson Rodriguez because that <laughs> fever pitch is about it's about to hit Baltimore. You know, like uh, the wire or something. You know. <laughs> yeah. So. I, I agree with what Helmut is saying right here, too. And I mentioned this on on Twitter. If you're not following me, MKB Fantasy, I did mention this in my notes. I think he just got overcooked. He did ha he did give up a lot of hard hits uh, and probably got a little bit lucky prior to that inning where the sixth inning where he gave up the runs. Grayson did. Um, yeah. But yeah. Yep. But he pitched five scoreless uh, prior to going into the sixth. So um, if I'm Hyde, I'm probably getting him out of there, out of the fifth and being like, hey, great job. Let's get you out of here, build some confidence. But I agree with that take uh, 100%. Oh, out of rhythm, Jamie says, wait, wait, I'm going to start Fujinami over Grayson. Yeah, the Orioles have acquired <laughs> Shintaro Fujinami, who is a former decent pitcher in Japan. Mike, you're an Orioles fan. Quick analysis on the quick trade that brought over Shintaro Fujinami to the Orioles bullpen. He's been good as a reliever now. He was god-awful. I'll never forget his first start. He got absolutely torched. And that it was a horrible week. His first week as an athletic for for Mr. Fujinabe was god-awful. What do you think here? Yeah, love it for a bullpen ad. He's actually been really good, at, like you had mentioned, as a reliever. So I And the Orioles desperately need bullpen help. So uh, I actually like the move. It was cheap. 
Um, and I'm excited for him to be in Baltimore. Another guy who hits triple digits. So um, I'm excited for him to be in Baltimore and help us out. It's a really smart I, move that cost them almost nothing. It is. It's just I yeah. love that move. It is so smart because they they didn't give up you know much for him, and then they move him to the bullpen where he can shine. It's it's you know he's not going to be doing high leverage situations. It 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 just shows the Baltimore Orioles. You know their their front office guys are from the Houston Astros and who built all that program up, and the the Orioles are just moving in the right direction. You know, the Yankees are going down. Boston is doing something. I don't know. Of course, the Rays are going to Ray, uh, and they're going to be on top of it. But the Orioles with their young team and moves like this by the front office, brilliant. Plus, it doesn't hurt to have a six-foot-nine giant closer named Felix Bautista that literally he's like Randy Johnson on the mound. If you look at him, I'm like, uh, I just want to go sit down. I don't want him throwing a ball at me. <laughs> uh, is Yuri Perez back? Is that or is someone? Are you just getting excited, Charles? Because Yuri Perez makes you excited. Well, that's what I need to know. I'll look into that. Uh, oh, also, Chad wants to know what happened to uh, Break Urias. Another eight-run outing last outing. Is it just cracking under the pressure of his first contract year? Julio Urias of the Los Angeles Dodgers. Eight earned runs. Eight runs. I don't know if they're all earned or not, but still, that's not very good. That's a disaster. He's right. This this is Julio Urias's contract year, meaning his walk year. He's not under contract after this year. So I thought because of his history of success, like the most wins in the past two years of any player, any starting pitcher in baseball, he was going to have a good year. Not the case. I drafted him in Tot Wars. You know, Tot Wars, by the way, my Tot Wars 12 team head-to-head was uh, auction. So... I paid to get Julio Urias, and that has not worked out for me. It's not been ideal. I must admit that. But uh, it's been a disaster. His no, but his whip for as terrible as everyone's saying how bad he is, he still has a one point one seven whip, which is definitely pretty good. Yeah, that's fine. That that reminds me of like when pitchers have really bad seasons, but their whip doesn't look that bad. I always look at that and say, okay, well, it could have been some bad breaks here. What's the strand rate? How many? Bad breaks in clutch situations have not gone his way. That's something that I think about when I look. I mean, you look at Julio Urias's recent game log. Yes, eight earned runs at Baltimore. That's exactly what happened. And before that, though, he had six innings. He had a great outing against the Mets on the road. It's just, you know. It's like an Alec Manoa situation, um, you, you know, which I have both those players on my auto new league. I'm in ninth place out of 12. Imagine that. Why? Uh, look at this. You know, Bautista, 2023 AL Cy Young. Felix Bautista. <laughs> do you guys know the last? Love it. Who was the last closer to win a Cy Young? Anybody remember? Oh, oh that's a great out. question. Was it Hoffman? Eric, Ga- Eric Gagne. Ooh, it does feel like Eric Gagne may have won a Cy Young. Did that really happen? Like great. in 2002? think so eric gagne 2003 saw young winner that's a fact i think, I think that's the last one i think you're right unbelievable that did happen i can't believe it but it that is a great call good job mike nice poll thank uh, you all right thank you, thank moving you. along here on the podcast two l's two z's make sure you follow britain on twitter at britain allen two t's two l's utah and of course mkb fantasy that's mike and i'm at mj govier palazzo podcast two l's two z's utah anybody else uh Looks like we got a note here. Jared uh, Kelnick, for those of you guys who don't know, uh, uh-huh. broke his foot kicking a water cooler uh, the other day. Um, so 
Um, I don't know if you guys saw the, um, I guess yesterday, before yesterday's game, he was pretty emotional about it and, and, and crying, but, um, hey, screwed Kate up. Marlowe. Yeah. Kate Marlowe got called up written. I don't know if you want to chat about him. Yeah. Uh, Kate Marlowe Marlo is kind of interesting. Cade Marlowe? Britton, tell us about yeah. Cade Marlowe. Cade Marlowe is kind of interesting. Of course, his strikeout rate is too high, and there's also an A.J. Pollock situation. Although, so they signed, the Seattle Mariners we're talking about, signed A.J. Pollock to a one-year contract for $7 million, and they barely play him. Like, I, I don't know why, but... Because he sucks? That's been oh. Yeah, he sucks. <laughs> what he was, sucks. He, he had one good year. Remember that? A.J. Pollock with, I think, the Diamondbacks? Diamondbacks, man. Was yeah, it, he was was it like a 30-30 season or something yep. like that? Yeah. And he's been living off that ever since. Congrats to you, A.J. Pollock. That's how you do it. Controversial but, here. Look so, at this. Julio Urias still in the league after what he did, yet Trevor Bauer isn't. Uncle Ted Talks doesn't like it. Calls it stupid. I think we forgot. I think a lot of people forgot. Julio Urias made some uh, poor choices of his yeah, life. He, he, yeah, he did. Um, Anyways, go ahead. And Trevor, Tre uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, and, and Trevor Bauer, it's like in Korea or Japan, I think. Yeah, he went to the minor leagues. It just felt his life fell apart. So, anyways, yeah, uh, so Kate Marlowe is a guy I don't have a lot of familiarity with, Britain. Well, he's not a high end prospect. He's like even in even in the organization of the Seattle Mariners, he's like maybe top 15, something like that. But he is, he does have power. He does steal bases. And it looks like they're going to play him every day. He's a lefty bat, just like Kelnick is. But uh, so he may get some playing time. So keep your eye on it. I would put him in kind of that Travis Janikowski bag, you know, just keep your <laughs> eye on it and see what happens. It's not like, don't go out and get him because it's not like Joe Adele, you know, in his, uh, you know, good years, like or that's putting him out. But you know, it's he's not like one of those. But just keep it on your radar. Cade Marlowe for the Seattle Mariners is replacing Jared Kilnick, who kicked a water bottle and then cried about it. I'm like, I don't know which is worse, man. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know. Like not, two not, not a good situation. Not a good situation. I'll be like the Iron Chef of Pounding Vage. Okay, can you just get out of here? We'll, we'll talk what about the this later. Fuck, Evan, we're down two points. Fucking calm down, Greg. It's soccer. It's soccer. Fuck you, man. Hey, Greg, why don't you go piss your pants again? That was like eight years ago, asshole. People don't. <laughs> I thought that was just going to be piss your pants, but it was the whole section. Sorry about that. No. Uh, people right. don't forget. People, Super bad. People don't forget. <laughs> uh, uh, Charles wants to know thoughts on Carlos Rodon. I'll just tell you, the guy is a talented pitcher, but you know he's he had injury issues. Is he healthy? Is he rusty? I would be not all giving that. up on him. Yeah, all that. I'm not giving up on him. Mike, what do you think of Rodon? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not giving up on him either. I think I don't know if you guys saw. He blew a kiss uh, to the fans after his last outing, uh, kind of trolling everybody. Oh, um, that's I had beautiful. I had concern. Yeah, I had concerns about him going into the season, uh, just because of the. In I mean, obviously, when we drafted, we we knew about the injury that he had. Um, but um, yeah, he's way too talented to to drop. Believe it or not, the Yank. I mean, I think the Yankees are eight eight and a half out of the division. Um, he looks like Nestor Cortez I, now. I, Look at that mustache. <laughs> I know. Looks like a porno stash. Uh, but yeah, I'm holding on to him. Okay. He's got to shake off. He's got to shake off the rust. Yeah. He's only pitched 14 innings. So you got to give him yeah. a little bit more time. If this continues over the next, you know, three starts, then you might say, well, 
Bye bye. Uh, I would actually try to trade him though. If somebody believes in him, I'd be happy to trade him. But in leagues where you can't trade and you're stuck with him, you can't do anything but just ride it out and maybe start him based on the start and the opponent. That's something to consider. I, yeah. I would wait for one good start and then trade him in a New York minute. Uh, pun intended. Hey! Anyway, so. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. We're That's so slow okay. on the show. Oh my God. We're it's idiots. okay. He had a terrible, terrible injury history before he went to San Francisco and all that with the White Sox. Like he is a ticking time bomb of bad injuries. And yet the Yankees didn't look at all that, signed him to a big contract. Carlos Radon, you know, respect to what you did a couple of years ago. This guy has Steve Strasburg like issues all written all over him. You might get like Anthony Rendon issues. Like you might get one good year out of Carlos Rodon. I, I I think this is a disaster for the Yankees. You got to get your act together. Yeah, Carlos Rodon really has to get his act together. I agree. Thanks, Patrick Bateman. Uh, I I want to I want to jump ahead here out of order. I want to go to our professional development segment because you know we got a great audience right now. Is, is this Sal Perez to the Marlins? Uh, is that Ted's hope and dreams? I think so. I didn't. I just did a quick search. I didn't see anything yet. That I think Echo, Uncle Ted's calling a shot here. Marlins are going, aren't going anywhere, or are going anywhere? Because we're all going anywhere. It just matters if we specifically point out where we're going, right, Britton? Sal Perez is not leaving Kansas City. Uh, under any circumstance. Why not? He won a World Series there. The party's over. Why not go down to Miami and try to make something happen? I think it sounds like fun. No, it's it, Sal Perez just got that contract, that pay you back for what you did contract for Kansas City. He, he's <laughs> he's their guy. It's like Johnny Bench not in the Reds. Like, it's not happening. Ooh, know? Johnny Bench. It's too bad you brought up his name. He recently made some poor choice of words related to... Jews and my Jewish Skyline, people. Skyline Shitter. Uh, no, he, he made some anti-Semitic comments that were taken out of context, but they still weren't ideal. It was a poor taste joke. Come on, Johnny, you're 75 years old. That's exactly what people expect you to do, actually. You're 75. You should be saying things that are like, wow, this guy's out of touch. Of course Johnny Bench is out of touch. He's 75 years old. Still, as a Jew, I don't uh, condone his words, but I also, you know, I'm not that upset about it. I think it was an honest mistake and just a bad joke because it wasn't even like a, it wasn't even negative. It wasn't even that bad. It was just just Johnny Bench being old. He's old now, you know? Yeah. How many times did he get hit at home plate by, you know, all those assholes who used to ram into catchers back in the day? I mean, it was a big deal. Yep. Every, catchers took a beating once upon a time. All right, let's go yep. into the professional development, and we'll come back to the rest if we can. I, I'm excited about this because I put this together. So settle in. It's now time for Palazzo Podcast Professional Development. This is the Palazzo Podcast. Up next, after this pointless interruption, the fellows will debate which character on Zach Waxman's show is the most hilarious. Right after this. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
Gonzo Podcast presents Professional Development. Always be learning and ready to grow as a professional. Today's focus, which format suits you best in fantasy baseball? <laughs> play the clap button. Play the clap button. Play the clap button. That was good. Oh, that was <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Thank you. That was you. so good. Yeah, it's so cheesy. I, I, those uh, professional development awards. I used to be a teacher, and you have to do so much of it all year long. And yeah, you wouldn't have to teach, but I'd rather teach than sit through that shit. God, it was hell. Uh, anyways, <laughs> on today's Plato podcast, professional development, let's take a look at. The formats that suit us best. Jamie says, wow, dude. That's right. Yeah. Wow, dude. Uh, let's start with you, Mike. Uh, what do you think is the format that you prefer to play the most? You know, head-to-head, or is it Roto, or points leagues, best ball? Uh, there's so many options. I want to hear from you. Yeah. So, I think I've been on record as saying this in our in our podcast here with, uh, with you, Michael, uh, especially in the beginning. I think both of us are OG head-to-head cat, cats guys. Yahoo, so, for those particular. of you guys who don't... Are, yeah, so for those of you guys who aren't familiar, it's head-to-head category leagues. So meaning that uh, whoever your commissioner is selects the categories. Uh, and for instance, if I'm facing Michael and uh, you know average is a category, by the end of the week, Monday through Sunday, if I have the higher average, I get one point and so forth and so forth. And then yeah. that's how you tally up your score for the week. Um, so I'm a head-to-head cats guy. I love it. Uh, it's uh, something that's always near and dear to my heart. I'm not in too many other uh, – I'm in a couple other leagues in terms of uh, points. I I actually might be leaning more towards a points league uh, guy myself. Uh, Depends on, you know, obviously, uh, for those of you guys who don't know what points are, um, the commissioner assigns a a point value to the category or the stat that we're talking about. So, for instance, a home run could be worth four points, uh, RBI could be worth one point, whatever it may be, and that values different players, right? That might – move guys up maybe move guys down in your in your draft board so i love the um, idea so i kind of like uh head-to-head points but just overall points i'm 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 probably between those two those are probably my favorites so you you prefer points over cats or cats first i would say cats first but i'm leaning more now towards points all right that's interesting uncle ted says cats suck um (laughs) head-to-head points weekly cbs leagues are the funniest I assume he meant funnest. Uh, which yeah. I don't know if that's a word, by the way. Uh, I can't confirm that or not. But most, most like funny, most like fantasy football. We don't want to be like fantasy football. That's the whole point. That's why fantasy baseball is awesome because you get a full season's worth of games and a new day every day. You don't have to wait another week. That's what I loathe about fantasy football. It's like some wild shit happens. Peyton Hillis scores four touchdowns one week, and then the next week he does nothing. You know, it's like things like that happen over time, and it bothers me. I'm not a fan of that, and I'm, I don't think I'm ever going to change. That's why I love fantasy baseball. I do play fantasy football. And we're going to do fantasy football stuff here on the show because we did it last year. We're going to do it again. But, you know, I don't know, man. Michael, if I could real quick, too, um, in terms of the professional development segment that we're in, I think it's important for those of you guys who are new to fantasy baseball to experience these other categories and dabble in a lot of these different scoring formats, because uh, you might find that you like, you know, a roto league or a points league better than a categories league or whatever. Um, And it makes the league more fun, in my opinion, when you're able to, um, you know, for instance, 
guys might be valued higher in points leagues than they would in categories leagues or whatever it may be, right? Dynasty, redraft. Um, it's it's. I think if you're new to the game and new to playing fantasy baseball, it's a grind, right? Yep. It's important to to figure out what works best for you and what suits you best, right? Um, but then you also learn too, saying, hey, like this guy's gonna be valuable in my points league and maybe not so much in, you know, my categories league. Romamu, so just wanted to th- just wanted to throw that in. Hey, Britton, how do you feel about all this? I mean, what's your preferred platform? Is it head to head? I think Mike made Mike V made a lot of great points. Head to head, whether it's cats or points, is the most fun. Mike just said you gotta you gotta you gotta learn and Britton taking it back. You remember this one, Britton? <laughs> Heck yeah, I remember this. Do you know who this is, Britton? Any idea? Mon- Montrell Jordan. No. <laughs> a little before that. It's Montel. Yeah, it is. That is. Oh, Mon- what I, that's right. <laughs> you talk about Montrez Harrell, former point forward, uh, point power forward for the LA Clippers. Uh, anyways, that's yeah. right. That's no, that exactly was uh, Joe Public. Live and learn, Joe Public. That's an old one from '91. All right, I'm sorry, Britton. Go ahead. I just had to do that. No, it, it, offshoot that. I was watching an Applebee's commercial the other day. And they go, you can get with this or you can get with that. That's because right. Because you have some, you have so many choices on an Applebee's. Uh, That's sad, man. Menu. That's a great song. And I, was, and I was like, oh man, that came out back in the day, and it was about other things, not what you can order on an <laughs> Applebee's menu. But That's moving on. Mind, but um, so head to head is, I think, the most fun format, whether it's cats or whether it's points, whatever it is, because. Like fantasy football, there's a beginning of the week and then end of the week. And there's strategy and how you do that. You look at your opponent and, and take all that kind of stuff in. So, but my favorite is uh, draft and hold, uh, NFBC style draft and hold, where you draft 50 rounds and your players are your players. And there, there are no drop ads. Uh, there are no, you know, fab, none of that. So it's just you pick and you pick and you draft. And that's so that that's my most fun because I think drafting for me personally is the favorite. I'm not a huge fan of fab. Uh, I mean, I play in fab. Don't leagues. you do a like, show called it's gone? <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> but as we all know, <laughs> uh, sometimes it comes out. Sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> I do my best. Sometimes I rhyme slow. Sometimes I rhyme quick. You know? Right. You can get with this or you can get with that. That's I don't right. know who you want. I don't know who you want to get with. But speaking At of no point it's gone real- in your rambling, incoherent response, were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought? But anyway, so it's gone is coming out on Sunday. I promise hey! it's, going to, it's going to be talking about Kevin Ginkle, JP France, Unreal. Alejandro Kirk. Yeah, Michael Michael Ruins and the Tigers starting pitcher has had twenty one scoreless trash. He's trash. It don't even buy. It. Don't. It's trash. It's gonna end. It's just like I posted right before we did the show on Twitter, Britain about Johnny Cueto and what he did last year. Remember what he did with that epic quality start run? It was bullshit, but he kept doing it. But when it ended, it ended very poorly, and it's gonna end poorly for Michael Lorenzen. 
I also spoke about him too. And I want to note that uh, somebody else tweeted this out. I can't remember who it was, but I agree with this take. I think he's useful in certain matchups. Like if he's playing the Royals or somebody else who sucks, I think he's useful in that, in that aspect of it. I don't think he's going to K a lot of guys, but again, I think he's going to give you some, some quality starts if you're playing the matchups. So um, I'm not rolling him out there versus decent average to you know good teams but right but tune in to it's gone this weekend where i discuss how much i love michael lorenzen and i will be sure to mention how everyone disagrees with me but hell yeah also good hey hey michael govier mike virginia alejandro kirk have y'all given up on him he's kind of on fire right now no he's my guy i just another guy tweeted about yesterday when he went three for three with the home run yesterday britain i was so happy i was so excited that's putting it mildly it was finally finally got something i could hang on to i have not dropped him all year in my head-to-head home league he's been on the roster all year even through the il i've not dropped him and now i'm gonna get the best part of that season now, I was... It's about to pay off. Yeah, well, the thing there, guys, is the context of my team is key because the rest of my team was so good, I could carry Alejandro. There's other teams where you would have had to cut ties because you didn't have the other parts that were carrying the rest of the squad. So that's important. Team context, roster context is always so crucial. Remember that. Oh, it's the most important. Context is key. Every team is different. Like, if you have y- Yanir Diaz or MJ Melendez, would you drop him for Alejandro Kirk? No, I don't think so. I think he would probably hang on to those catchers. But, you know, you know, they're playing – the Chicago Cubs are playing Jan Gomes at DH when he's not catching. That's kind of a sneaky smooth ad, too, if you're looking at your catcher and he's on, you know, like a Christian Bethencourt kind of situation is it Bethencourt or Bettencourt I've had to face some hard truths tonight it's Bethencourt oh wow I didn't know that okay uh Mike you want to answer that question in terms of uh the the catcher rest of season I think it's a lot closer than you think uh with with all those guys I kind of lump them all into the same type of of category for all those guys so honestly if I'm picking Kirk Melendez and what was the other guy Kirk Melendez and Diaz for Diaz. Colorado. Oh. Or, or, I'm sorry, was it Colorado or the the kid from Houston? The the kid from Houston, uh, yeah. the catcher from Houston, Yanni or Diaz. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um. Um. Yeah. I'm probably I'm probably gonna stick. I. I. Oh, that's a good question. I don't know, Michael. You you answer that one first. I got to think about it for a second. I want you to ponder this, but uh, that's it for our professional development segment. I love head-to-head cats. I still love it, but I also have a fondness for basically every platform. I play them all. I love them all. I can't help myself. If there's one thing I've learned, you should probably hone in on specific formats that you are best at. There usually ends up being a format where you thrive. I thrive in head-to-head. I really do. I play head-to-head points and cats. I do them both, and I do well in both. Uh, DCs, I'm not as bad at because... I thought I was worse at DCs, draft champions, you know, 50-round draft and holds. I thought I was worse than I was because I, it's hard for me to predict the future. But if you can get ahead of things and recall during the season, write things down, remember players that could have an impact next year that a lot of people forget about come draft season, that's how you can thrive in draft champion, draft and holds. And best ball, I seem to struggle at. I'm not very good at best ball. I don't know why. So I should probably stop playing best ball. But at the same time, I'm in too many leagues this year, so... I really need to be in more best balls where I don't have to do any lineup changes and you just get your output for the team you have in front That's of That's putting it mildly. 
There Michael, go. here's here's a good here's a good question for you guys for the for the listeners too and, the, and everybody watching us. Um, if you're new to fantasy baseball, h- how many leagues would you recommend that a newbie play in? Let's just say you're a first year player, second year player, or even a third year player. How many leagues do you recommend playing in? Oh, for new people, I'd say you just just play in one and start there. And then if you find that it goes well for you, then you can add another couple the following year. But for new players. There's so much to learn about the nuance of the game that one league is more than enough. Third-year players, you can take on as much as your bankroll can handle. By then, you know the ins and outs of the game enough where you should be able to take more risks and spread your uh, portfolio, right? Keep that portfolio varied. That's how I see it. Yeah, like a, about you? like a mutual fund situation. You don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. You don't want to I go all in three. on crypto, Britain? Come on, dude. No, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> Wow, dude. I I would say three leagues. You want your ESPN 10-team Roto 5x5 old school Roto League. I think uh, a head-to-head categories league and a head-to-head points league because those head-to-head leagues are the most fun. And then, but you also have the old school 5x5 to kind of like, no daily transactions, you know, when you wake up in the morning and, you know, West coast, East coast, wherever you are, and you look and you, and, and you see like, Oh, Oh, uh, Alejandro Kirk had three hits last night. And you're like, I'm going to go pick him up because my catcher is, you know, Christian Vasquez. Yeah. I dumped that guy. Bullshit. You know, whatever. Cool. So I think you need three. <laughs> Uh, Uncle Ted dropped Mitch Garver, by the way. Mitch Garver is a sneaky ad for catcher rest of season, according to Uncle Ted. Thanks, Uncle Ted. Let me ask you guys another question, too. Uh, Daily league or daily formats or weekly formats, which which of those do you guys prefer? Great question. For those of you you guys who don't know, daily ads and daily moves is basically you have every single day you can edit your lineup. You can slot guys in and out, right? Weekly is you set your lineup in the beginning of the week, and then you, you don't touch. It's kind of like, you know. But there's caveats um, within those, Mike. Because yeah, yep. with weekly leagues, there's a lot of weekly setting of rosters on Monday. But on Friday, like an NFBC, you can still change your hitters on Friday, but your pitchers are locked. And then with right. daily moves, some people do daily moves on Yahoo where the move you make today will impact tomorrow. But you can also change it where you make a move today and the guy is in your lineup today. And I love that because it gives you more of a real time, like, all right, this guy's on the waiver right now. He could play for my team today. He's not playing for anybody. I love that. We have that in a league I used to run before I embezzled a bunch of money because I was addicted to opioids. But, you know, before that, it was an awesome league. And I really, really think that's the way to go for daily leagues. But with weekly leagues, I like to have that Friday bump where I can change things up just a little bit. Week long, you set it on Monday, and then you just got to wait a whole seven days to see what happens. I, I'm not as big a fan of that. What about you, Bryn? It The bigger the league, if it's a 15-team league, it's got to be weekly. Uh, I think it's got to be. If it's a 10-team, 12-team, it's the other, the other way. It's got to be daily so that you can make those moves. That's just for me personally because in a 10-team league, I'm going to out, you know, hustle everybody. You know, because like we're on this podcast, like I know who, you know, Kevin Ginkle is the the guy, the other guy. I can't believe he's finally showed up here and got saves. Uh, Three years I've been waiting for Ginkle to get the job and do something with it. Then he gets two saves. What the hell, man? Come on, Ginkle. 
It's ginkle time, it's Michael. Ginkle time. And Brenzel. Ginkle is Einhorn. Einhorn is ginkle. <laughs> That's good. That's very good. I like that. <laughs> like no, nobody in your 10 team or 12 team league is picking up uh, JP France, even though he's on the Astros and he is a solid, solid starter. But in your 15 team league, those guys already know all about that. In fact, they've already picked him up like three weeks ago. So weekly leagues for 15 team leagues, like money leagues, but daily pickups for the the 10 and the 12s. Nice. Which which do you prefer though, Brady? You have failed. Uh, uh, the 15 team. My 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 favorite league to be in is a draft and hold league with a draft champions. Like 50 rounds. I love it because it pushes you into a position like. If you're fifth or sixth, like, oh, Jose Ramirez fell to me, but it show, it's a Shohei Otani walk here. What do I do? And, you know, mm. it's, it's like that. that yeah. Kind of thing. And so, you're ugly. Gotcha. Okay. That's because there's no, there's no going back. There's no fab. There's no IL. There's no injury. Nothing. None of that. Do or die. You pay, ride you, or die. Right. Yeah. Do, do you yeah. think that, and this is just my personal opinion too, but with guy, with if you're new to fantasy baseball, I think the transition to playing from like a fantasy football league, doing a weekly lineups is probably a probably better bet for you, especially if you're somebody, because I get, I don't know about you guys, but I have friends who have quit my home league, have been like, I just can't keep up with it every single day. Of course. So if you're yeah. some if you're somebody who's new to fantasy baseball and you just want to dabble into it, weekly means leagues might be your best bet. Um, and then if you have more time to do it on a daily, I love the daily aspect of it. I'll always be a daily guy. Um, I just I I love the grind. I, that's why I love fantasy baseball. For 162 games, you're grinding out the whole season. That's what makes fantasy baseball fun for me. Uh, but if you're new to it, I would I would recommend doing weekly first or even dabble in daily. See which one you like better. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? I get it what Mike's saying. That makes all sense of the world. Good stuff. And by the way, 100%. the chat is very much in favor of daily moves over weekly. Everyone here in the chat saying daily, that's the way to go. Now, Charles said, I streamed JP France in my 10 team yesterday. He got me 19 points. See, that's because he could pick him up and make that happen right now. Now, everyone's playing under the same rules, whether you're playing in weekly or head-to-head daily or whatever it is daily. But to me, I just like the... It brings another aspect that makes it more fun for me to have daily moves. You know, with the weekly league, I think it's for people who have less time, right? So you got less time. Yeah. You set your league, you yeah. set your rosters on Monday, and then they'll see you at the end of the week, and we'll try to do it again. That's how that works. Actually, you know, one of the new leagues I'm in this year, guys, we're doing professional development here on the Palazzo Podcast, 2Ls, 2Zs. Utah. And I learned today two. about this rule. On July 21st, we this first year in this league, but I've been in this league for four months now, roughly. Apparently, you cannot have any more than three starting pitchers on your bench at any time. You can never have more, whether it's a starting pitcher slash, you know, a spurp. A, what do they call it? What does the CBS podcast call them? Sparp. Sparp. Yeah. Sparp. Sparp. Yeah. yeah. Even if they're designated with both, you cannot have more than three on the bench. It was a whole new rule for me. I was like, okay, well, that's, I wonder why that is. I, I didn't get the details on why that was, but it's just another little rule. And that's what's awesome about fantasy baseball. There's so many little intricacies that you can work with to you know just just tinker a little bit you know just like the tinker stinker you know some people love sitting on yeah, the toilet totally, tinkering totally agree with that take too and that and, and i'm that's why another reason why i'm so drawn to fantasy baseball is there's so many different things that you can edit and change to make the league you know 
not as stale from year to year. Yep. If you play in these leagues, you know, uh, like in a home league, for instance, if you're somebody who keeps playing with a bunch of buddies to keep it fresh, keep it exciting. Um, you can change format, scoring, ads, drops, trades, whatever it may be. There's so many different things that you can edit, uh, which I think is which is fun. So. Well, well, we're going to visit this again. You know, this is a new segment for us. We're going to keep doing it. I think it's very interesting, and I think it's helpful. You know, we're here for everybody, not just, you know, you hardcore players like Jake Hallisker or Baseball Pods. You guys know everything. But there's a lot of newbies out there who are afraid or they're at least intimidated by this game and all the rules we just covered. So we welcome everybody. Yes, we love our live chat diehards. We want the newcomers to come in, too. Feel like you're welcome here. Britain's a sweet man. Mike's a, you know, he's a complicated guy but he's got a good heart at the end of the day and i'm just your average sick fuck so you know that's what we bring here on plotho podcast professional development Yeah. All Love right. it. <laughs> All right. Do y'all want to do y'all want to play one quick game of Family Feud before we sign off? Oh, sure. We could do that. Why not? Oh, please. I, yeah, you know, we had a uh return of the like, let me just do this real quick. Uh okay. real Fair quick speed round for uh you know what we worked on in the document. We put, you know, Mike puts the effort in, Britain puts the effort in. And I don't want to waste yeah, uh, their time. Whatever y'all want to do. No, we'll do we're doing it. We'll do a quick round, but I just want to do some uh return of the Mac real quick here. Because the work was already done. And some things you guys need to know about players. That's right. Uh, someone raised the roof earlier in the chat. That's a Steve McNair tribute. Steve McNair gone way too soon. Oh my gosh. Elkhorn State. Oh. Shout out. Shout out, Elkhorn State. Shout out. Uh, you know, he didn't deserve to die for cheating on his wife at all. It was just, just a horrible ending for Steve McNair. But he used to love to raise the roof. That was his thing. I love playing with Steve McNair on NFL 2K on Dreamcast. He was so much fun. Those were the high. High times for Steve McNair. But uh, real quick, return of the Mac. Just give it to me speed round style, Mike. Go. Yeah. Brandon Woodruff starts uh, rehab start on Saturday. So, again, uh, if you have have him and you've been uh, holding on to him for this long, the Brewers are playing a lot better recently, and they're killing the Central. Um, it's their so division. I actually, yeah, I think it's their division to win. And Corbin Burns is now back to being Corbin Burns and just shoving it up everybody's butts. So Woodruff is going to help with that as well. So, um, okay, fine. I'll let that slide. Go ahead. All right. Trevor Story and Francisco Alvarez began rehab assignments. Jordan Um, Jordan Alvarez? Yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry. What did I say? Francisco. It's okay. Jordan. My bad. Jordan. Um, Yeah. Jordan's (laughs) going to be back on Monday. You think? According to the team. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Because I know he's expected to play Friday and Saturday. He didn't play yesterday, but he's playing today and and tomorrow in AAA. So that's good. Yeah, that's good for the Astros. Um, uh, I don't know if you guys saw it today. Trevor Story was fielding grinders from short. I don't. I know a lot of people don't have a lot of interest in Trevor Story this year. But again, if you're somebody who plays in a deeper league, he might be worth an add or a stash. They're not going to rush him. Alex Cora doesn't want to just use him strictly as a DH. So I'm thinking mid to late August return. So there's that. Um, Jose Altuve ran the bases, took grounders and batting practice. He's still TBD on the uh, rehab assignment. But before the All-Star break, uh, the GM of the Astros did say he was one week behind uh, Jordan Alvarez. So I'm thinking late July, early August for him. Um, Liam Hendricks up to 93 point miles uh, per hour in a bullpen session. No return date yet. Great job. Um, Again, 
I don't know if he gets full closer duties moving forward. I think they're going to be careful with him rest of season, especially given the uh, the battles he's dealt with all Flawless year. Flawless victory. Um, Dansby Swanson could possibly return this weekend. Ross is confident in that. So if you have Dansby Swanson, make sure he's in your lineup. Um, and then Cedric Mullins also came out in uh, my oh, my Orioles guy here uh, said he's not sure how long he'll be out uh, with his uh, groin strain. So um, which sucks. I love Cedric Mullins. Yeah, uh, and we desperately need him. Yep. So that's it. That's it for me. Great yep. job. That's great. great job. Well done. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Now let's play a family quick, feud. Quick round of what we've uh, called. Well, oh, wait, wait. Before we, sorry. One more time, Britton. We got one question here. I want to answer this. And to me, this sure. is an easy call. Would you trade this from Daniel? Daniel, our new man on the scene here in the Palazzo family. Great to have you aboard, Daniel Jarman. Would you trade Tyler Wells for Jake Fraley? Head-to-head redraft OBP. That's a great question, Daniel. I love Jake Fraley. Jake Fraley is from LSU. He is a Southern-born man. He is on the hottest team in baseball. I like Tyler Wells. Don't get me wrong. Um, I'm taking Jake Fraley. Mike V, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to go with that as well. Obviously, it depends on team context and everything else, too. But in a vacuum, and I hate doing this shit, but um, <laughs> I like Fra- I, I like Fraley, too. But it depends on your on your on on the rest of your team as well. Yeah, boys. This I'm a Jake Fraley lover. I have been. Last year, I was all in on Fraley. Still got hurt. Didn't play a full season. We are now finally seeing the full realized and unleashed potential that is right here now in front of our face. It's not just potential. Fraley's cashing in on the talent he's always had. He's great for OBP. He's even more valuable in OBP because he can get on base with the walk. Yep. He's got a good batter's eye. I love Fraley. The, the new stolen base rules, it makes it even easier for him to steal now. He's flying around the base paths. I just hope he doesn't get hurt, you know, during the stretch run here because I actually traded for Fraley myself, Daniel, when Mike Trout went down. Because in my home league, head-to-head, 14-team cats, 5x5, five five, OBP instead of average, I added Fraley as a center fielder because we actually use left, center, and right field as positions, not just outfield. It's actually designated. Interesting. Like, yeah. That's wrong. <laughs> you don't like that, Britton? Yeah, I don't like uh, that either. Yeah. Oh, you need it's, Nobody it's, likes it. It's no. OF, outfield. You know. <laughs> uh, I, I've... I've grown to kind of like it. It's a unique kind of, uh, you know, uh, specialty okay, that's, that's a part fun. of our league because it's been like this sure. since I've been in that league now for eight or nine years, and I've just accepted it. But I needed a center fielder, and Fraley was directly a center fielder. So he replaced Trout, and maybe he's just as good as Trout this season for me, frankly, the way he's playing. So Tommy maybe Wells better. is Trout. Yeah, maybe. Okay, well, I'm not, I don't know if we're going to I'm going to say maybe better. That's a, is that a hot take alert? No, we should have a hot no, take alert, by, hot, by the it, way. It, yeah, it's not a hot take alert, but I don't know if we're going to see Trout. Be, I think that power, his hand injury is going to sap that power, but Fraley gives you speed and Trout doesn't. So keep it Oh, up. I love it. I've got a Jake Fraley. Hot take alert! Hot take alert! Ah! We're all burning up the line! This, that it. drop is right before the bride took care of business in the House of Blue Leaves, by the way. Well done, Britton. Of course you knew that. Well done. What were you saying, though, Britton? I'm sorry, I interrupted you. You're all about it. Fraley? 
Uh, I'm all about uh, Jake Fraley. Uh, of course, y- y'all have heard me talk about TJ Friedel. I, I'm, I, I know for a fact no one ever wants to hear me talk about that again. But if there's any way... Well, we love Friedel. We, could do we loved your whole thing, your soliloquy about Friedel. Friedel. It was beautiful. Well, I, I tend to drone on, but is there any way you gentlemen would be willing to do a quick um, t- top five lawyers, you know family feud yeah we're gonna do that right on. now i just these guys keep dumping questions on us uh, also the oh, bizza yeah. the rizza the jizza says real fantasy leagues play left center and right field Ooh, hell yeah bizza rizza jizza i've never heard of you you're a new username here so i don't know if you're real or not but if you are thank you and by the way tyler wells is done i i didn't want to play him against the dodgers on tuesday and i had to be totally right about that because he got crushed and it's just been it's been a great ride i wrote a love letter on the show to Tyler Wells. So I love Tyler Wells, but it's over. He's just, he's got to go backwards. The regression, which everybody loves to use that word. It's coming. It's happening. All right. Oh, Joe, it's, Joe Lowry's all, here, by the way. It, hey, Joe. It's all good until it isn't. Yeah, it's all good until it isn't. My points fantasy league only allows food or animal names as eligible players. Would you target Jake Berger or Spencer Steer? That's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, crazy. dude. All right. Uh, is, it's time to play the feud. Yes! Wow, that's a lot of fun. All right, let's Man, get to that it. that is Ray. awesome. Yeah, you know Thank I got you, you covered, buddy. Gavier. Always got you covered. All right, Mike V. The top five answers are on the board in the American League. Now, gentlemen... I am the moderator. I'm your Steve Harvey for tonight. All right. Okay, so Ray Combs who killed be, himself. That was really sad. Sorry about that. We, we don't want to talk about that. Oh, okay. All right. So <laughs> we're going to brush that one. We're going to move on. So y'all please, you know, go on fan graphs or wherever you want and just, you know, look at the, you know, American League versus National League, whatever. You know, just to kind of get your mind situated because it's like an, uh, you know, like that immaculate grid thing. Like you're looking at like <laughs> a, a Cincinnati Red who played for a Padre. It's like I don't know, like Pache. You know, whatever. Bip Roberts. You get it I'm wrong. crushing. I'm and crushing then, that, by the way. And then you get it wrong, and you're like, ah, whatever. Anyway, I never played so, that game. I don't. I'm not in on it, but I'm aware of its existence. We actually have a yeah, a spoilers like channel Wordle. in our Discord. Yeah, there's a spoilers channel for immaculate grid players in our Discord. So if you want to be a part of that after you play the game, head over there to the Discord. All right, what do we oh got, Brayden? Gosh. All right, so Mike V, are you ready? I'm ready. Question. You don't have Hitting. to hit a buzzer or anything like that. We're just going to go, you know, talk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dinner's ready. <laughs> <laughs> is that my meatloaf? Yeah, right. <laughs> Mama, where's my meatloaf and my nunchucks? All right, Mike V. Top five stolen bases in the American League. Top, oh man, I hate being put on the spot because my mind just turns to shit. Uh, top five stolen bases. How did bases. you think you were not being put on the spot? You're <laughs> I know, the, I just, the you. One guy. I know, but it's, 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 it's tough to think off the top of my head. Um, of I'm going to go... Look at the well, American Est- League Est- teams. I got one. Estuary Ruiz for Oakland. Yep. Dang, that's number one. Estuary Ruiz has 43 stolen bases. All right, it goes to you, Mike Govier. Yeah. Can you name someone in the American League that has a bunch of stolen bases? How about uh, Whit Merrifield? 
He is number eight with 20. I'm sorry. That's not ah, going to work. Sorry, Bob Saget, full house. Uh, all right, Mike V, you are in the captain's chair. You have the number one pick. Why don't you solidify that? All right, American League batters, stolen bases. Go. Oh, Bob Saget! I'm going to go uh, my guy. I think he's still in here. I don't know. I'm going to go Jorge Mateo. He's got to be in there still. Boom. Shakalaka with the. F- he had a great Dang. April, a great he did. day. He really did. And he he's done shit since then. 0.0. 0. He, his playing time has been reduced to basically once a week. But for this shining moment. Jorge Mateo for the Baltimore Orioles is number four. All right, Mike Govier, it goes back to you. And you know what's going to happen? All right, number two and number three are still on the board. If you nail those both, you're going to take the lead. Oh, boy. I'm trying to think of the American League. Yeah. Look at the American League teams and just, you know, take a moment. It's all good. Yeah, American League teams. You know, there's the Rangers. There's uh, the Rays. Uh, maybe now Randy Rosarina hasn't stolen enough bases. I don't think he he could steal, but he has he had a slow start to stealing this year, so it's not him. Um, oh, he has but, a slow start throwing balls back into the infield. Oh when he like come on, that's, uh, that's my guy right now. Thing. Actually, I got a heated debate today with a. Uh, a manager in my head-to-head league, my home league, because I tried to offer a Rosarina for Tatis. And he said it was a slap in the face. I'm like, look at the stats. This is an OBP league too. It's not. It's not crazy, is it? Am I crazy? No, no. That's a that's a fair deal. Okay, thank no, you. No, no, it's not. You're offering Randy Arozarena for Fernando Tatis Jr. Yeah, they went. They went. Set, we're we're not talking about multi rounds. I mean, we were drafting Tatis. I mean, due to the suspension aspect of it, Tatis is going to be a top twelve pick next year. Arozarena is going to be probably selected. Within the first twenty-four picks, yeah, it's, oh, it's not think, like off the rails. I don't think so. Oh come on, it's not, that's bullshit. Yeah. It's all right. Well, yeah. look, I, I, give I, you... I love that Michael Govier low offers to try to got to think what you get. I'm going to give a okay, shot here. Whatever. What about Julio Rodriguez of the Seattle Mariners? That is Ooh. number five. There you go. Julio Rodriguez has twenty-two stolen yes! bases. All right. Well, at least I'm on the board. Woo. You are on the board. All right. So Mike V has nailed the number one pick, which is Esira Ruiz, has nailed um, number four, Jorge Mateo. Love you, Jorge Mateo. Trash. I don't. That, he's total trash. <laughs> no, he's not. He's a good hitter. Now, are right, you kidding so, me? Okay. We don't have time for this. I'll just let it slide. We don't have time for this. All right. So number two is available. Number three is available. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And there's a tie for number five, which y'all would never guess in a million years. But go ahead and try for number two, American League Stolen Bases. Since um, Y'all know the American League? Come on. Y'all yes. know the American since, League? Since Julio, since Julio Rodriguez was taken, and you, I believe the number was 22, I'm going to go Bobby Witt. I believe Bobby Witt is in the 20s. Oh, are you looking at a screen? Are you cheating? Nope. Swear okay, to God. you better not nope. be cheating because that's absolutely He's not, not looking. No, nobody's cheating. It, it's Bobby Witt is number three. He has twenty-seven stolen. Oh bases. wait, no, sorry. There you go. 
And I just for the record, I'm doing exactly what uh, Britain had said. I'm going through my list of teams, and I actually have one more that I think is one. I was I was going to decide between these two, but I knew Wit was lock. But I'm going to let Michael answer. I am not. I am just thinking in my mind of the teams in my head. I'm using no visual aids whatsoever. I got to try to get the fourth or the guy who's tied for fifth, right, Britain? Same. I'm I'm doing the same. Visual. Actually, uh, number two is still available. And Mike, I can give you a hint. No or, hints. No it, hints. It, okay. I live by a creed. Oh, wait, is it creed or a credo? That's Assassin's Creed. Credo. Yeah. It's a credo? Yeah. Uh-oh. It's a it's a prelander. I think I think we had a we had someone jump in here on the live chat and I so I'm going to let him take my spot if this is right or wrong. It's this, this guy know. right here. Damn it, that's who I was going to select. I was going to say that. Between him and Bobby Witt. Britain? Who is it? You can't see it? No. Oh, you're, it says Jaron Duran. Oh, that's a great, great pick. No, it is Wander Franco. Oh, if it was wrong, you could have let me guess. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, whatever. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Uncle Ted. That is incorrect. Sorry. That is. Incorrect. Okay, Wander Franco. That was going to be my guess. I wouldn't have guessed Wander. I really wouldn't because I just think he's overrated. No. So he wouldn't have been in my mind. I got to be honest. So who's uh, tied for fifth, the, by the way? The Does Mike way. get one more shot at it? Go ahead, Mike. Take one more shot for the guy who's tied for fifth. Oh my gosh. Uh, I'm, you, go I'll, ahead. I'll give y'all a hint. He used to play for the Detroit Tigers. He does not anymore. He plays for the Minnesota Twins. Uh, this is going to blow your mind. It's Castro. <laughs> it's Willie Castro. Yeah. Two L's. Go. I wouldn't have gotten eyes. That's right. Two L's. Two eyes. Well, like, give me yes. two. Two L's. Two eyes. Right. Utah. <laughs> Give me two. All right. Wow, that was fun. I'm really glad we got to do that. Ooh, that was a good time. It's an upbeat song. All right. Thanks for playing the feud with us here today on the Blotto Podcast. That's going to do it. I think that'll be today's show. A wonderful show. We, we got the game in. I wanted to do the feud for a while, so I'm glad we got to do that. We'll do another feud because that was a lot of fun. It actually reminds me how much I love playing trivia, especially baseball trivia. And yeah, I love that. about our current season, too, because we fly by. Every day, we're just grinding to the next day, to the next day, to the next day. And we kind of we lose a lot of stuff along the way because we're just so focused on the next day. So, Britton, that was a great call. Follow Britton on Twitter. Britton Allen, two L's, two T's. Utah. Mike, two. Mikey, Virginia. MKB Fantasy on Twitter. MKB Fantasy. I'm at MJ Govier. Of course, Plotso Podcast 2L2Z. Utah. Patreon. Give me Discord's two. free. We're not on the air. The Discord is bumping and rumping and humping and jumping. All right. Wow. Those are all, that was pretty good. Thanks. It's a lot of J's. The live chat crushed it today, by the way. You guys were outstanding. We had a great audience today. Really consistent audience. Thank you for being here. It makes the show that much better when you guys stay here and you participate with us. It really does. Bravo, Danielle. Thank you, Daniel. Um, don't forget, sign up for that First Pitch Arizona package. We could play Family Feud in real time at the Sheraton Mesa in Arizona, right in the bar. We'll sit down. We'll play our own games. It'll be great. For Mike, for Britain, and yours truly, Mike Govier. Thanks, everybody. Professional development was a great, great fun time. But now it's time to turn it over to Russell Crowe. This is the official fantasy baseball podcast of the master himself and the commander. Jack Aubrey. Jack Aubrey. See ya! Right, lads. Now, I know there's not a faint heart among you. And I know you're as anxious as I am to get into close action. But we must bring him right up beside us before we spring this trap. That will test our nerve. And discipline will count just as much as courage. The Acheron is a tough nut to crack. More than twice our guns, more than twice our numbers. 
and they will sell their lives dearly. They mean to take us as a prize. <laughs> and we are worth more to them undamaged. Their greed will be their downfall. England is under threat of invasion. And though we be on the far side of the world, this ship is our home. This ship is England. So it's every hand to his rope or gun, quicks the word and sharps the action. After all, surprise is on our side. <laughs>